0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
1: If you've ever wondered what Donald Trump and Lent have in common, you're going to find out today. Also, 28 different ways, new ways for things to be racist. That means one thing and one thing only. It's got to be a WTF Wednesday. I'm Andrew Coppins. He is Pat Oni. This is is critical thinking. Good WTF Wednesday to you, Mr. Pat How are you this, uh, fine, fine Wednesday morning?
2: Oh, you know, it's Wednesday. It's morning. It's my least favorite time of day. And it's also the time of day that I usually want to punch Andrew Coppins in the face. Because he's Fair a enough,
1: lots of people do. So, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Pat, real quickly, who said Greg Gard would never make a Final Four? Well,
2: First of all, who's Greg Gard?
1: The head coach of the Wisconsin Badger men's basketball team.
0: Oh,
2: oh, right, right. Um, they're in the Final Four in the NIT? You are correct.
1: Yeah, they went into Oregon and beat the uh, Ducks by the...
2: By the... Hair of their chinny chin chin, shall we say? So you're you're in the final four in the poor man's league. That is correct. Okay. We're, just, we're, just... Where did? Yeah. Question for you. Where, where where were your Buckeyes again in, in March?
1: Uh, I you, I just, you know, they're.
0: <clears throat> m- moving on,
1: moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I it I love that joke. Greg Gardner will never make a final four whoopsie you didn't specify the final four you said a final four <laughs> and he definitely did that yeah um, so I, I give credit you know this season has not been what the badgers have hoped for but uh i give them credit for you know playing some of their better basketball with the exception of last night um in the nit tournament and and taking it seriously you know, there's there's always that risk of teams, especially the the Power Five conference teams, who have that disappointment of not making the NCAA tournament, just laying an egg uh, come the NIT. But that hasn't happened. Uh, they'll take on North Texas, um, in the uh, in the semifinal matchup. Um, North Texas beat Oklahoma State in um, in Stillwater uh, last night as well in overtime. So <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see what. Uh, What happens when those two teams go to Vegas? That's right. Vegas, baby. Um, The NIT moved out of New York and has moved to Las Vegas for its uh, national semifinals and finals. So that'll be interesting to see what what uh, takes place there. But um, all of that notwithstanding, it is a WTF Wednesday. And before we get into the absolute most insane of the insanity, um. One of the things that we have talked about here, Pat, and this is something we did last week, we had talked about the Donald Trump CPAC speech, right? Yep. And how it seemed to me that nobody was picking up on what that messaging really sounded like. And for me, I wondered to myself and for myself if I had just been hypersensitive because of doing the Bible in the year, right? And and every day we are in our household immersing ourselves in the Bible. If I was being a little hypersensitive to language and um, how shall I put this um, imagery, right? Sure. What is the image that was projected there? For me, I took away that this was a man talking about, I'm your redeemer. I am your retribution. I, 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 I am your hope, your way, your life, that type of imagery and phraseology. It struck me as very biblical in nature. And there's a reason I believe that that is biblical in nature and was biblical in nature. And I believed it to have been because there is the cult of Trump, the the MAGA forever. Cheeto Jesus can do no wrong. How dare you call him Cheeto Jesus? Here's the reality. There is a, uh, a group of people who believe not in the religion of god not in trusting that god is the way that jesus was our redemption our savior but that trump is our savior that without trump this country is going to hell in a handbasket without trump we cannot be saved and i posited last week that this was utter blasphemy number one and number two this is the result of the cult what if i told you pat let's go this direction first what remind me what your thoughts were when when i brought up that subject because i played it without you knowing what my thoughts were last week right Remind right. me what your thoughts were as I brought out the section that I brought out.
2: Uh, if memory serves correctly, <clears throat> uh, my thoughts were, you know, it was it was a great speech, but uh, it, it's it was a speech, it was words, right? And I, I had necessarily taken it the way that you had taken it. Um, but mm-hmm. when you pointed it out, it made me stop and think. I'm like, oh, there th- there may be some validity to this. Now, was it intended to be this way? I, I, I have my doubts. Okay, so but I maybe- want to
1: explore that. I want to explore it. Why do you? Why do you believe that this was not intended in that way? Why do you believe that this was not intended to invoke religious um, fervor or religious ideology or uh, religious imagery or
2: auditory religious imagery, if you will? Simply because I don't know that uh, whoever wrote that speech was necessarily thinking about that. I mean, I could be totally wrong. Totally wrong. Okay. Okay. Um, and on top of that, I, I, I think this was more about politics and sending a message to his base that, Hey, I'm, I'm going to do these things to the left. If I get my chance, um, for what, for what they've done over the last few years. Um, I, I don't, I don't know that it was necessarily meant to be religious in nature. I think it was meant to be more political in nature. Mm.
1: okay and i can see that point and i will counter with this for donald trump for the people that surround donald trump
2: what is their religion it well is, I, I it is themselves i think that's, I think that's a different question right so, so well hear me out okay okay so let's say that we
1: um that we hypothesize that their religion is themselves. Mm-hmm. They have a following called Maga Forever, right? Maga, Maga, Maga. Sure. Okay. So to your point, yes, they are speaking to that red meat, if you will, right? That that right. base. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they are. But they're doing so using The terminology, the phraseology, however you want to put it, of religion. Why? Mm -hmm. I think it's intentional because whom has populated his base, the evangelical crowd, right? They are the ultimate MAGA base right now, which is ironic to me, given what we pointed out last week. So I think it was intentional. It is an intentional use of of imagery, of ideology to speak the language that these people speak. They speak in the in their churches on Sundays and in group settings, right? They speak of redemption. They speak of the Redeemer. They speak of heaven. They speak of hope the light the way right these are all terms that are well known within that evangelical crowd and what are they meant to invoke they're meant to invoke that <clears throat> same religious fervor so that's where I go with this is that this was intentional I could be wrong but what do I know about Donald Trump if he is speaking from a teleprompter these words are intentional If he is speaking without that teleprompter, these words are off the cuff, and they are, generally speaking, the running commentary in his own head. I could see this being both, because I fervently believe that he believes the words that came out of his mouth, and I think that is... That is the other part of the intentionality behind those words and behind the phrases, behind how he put this. Is there a way to have put what – is there a way that he could have said that I am your warrior, right? I am your fighter. I am going to continue to pick up the fight for you. Uh, There's another way of doing exactly what he said, right? But he intentionally – or his speechwriters, intentionally, in my view, used that religious terminology to invoke emotion from the audience, emotion that would be familiar to them, to continue down this road. Now, Pat, I mentioned to you, what does Donald Trump and Lent have in common?
2: Right? I mean... That's a great question. I'm, I'm kind of curious to where you're going with that. <clears throat> well, what if I told you a lawyer from New York City, of all places, uh-huh.
1: shows the, all the work, all the proof that one needs that this is a cult, that, do not get me wrong, there's the Trump derangement syndrome cult, mm. but that this is the cult of Donald Trump. That this is religiosity, if you will, in front of us. And here's your proof. President Trump from Joseph D. McBride Esquire at McBride Law NYC. President Trump will be arrested during Lent, a time of suffering and purification for the followers of Jesus Christ. As Christ was crucified and then rose again on the third day, so too will at real Donald Trump. Violence is not never the answer. Winning the election is, vote for Trump. Jesus loves Donald Trump. Jesus died for Donald Trump. Jesus lives inside Donald
2: Trump. Deal with it. I mean, the, the, of those like last few lines, you know, I, I, yes, he... he died for everybody he loves everybody but he died for that, all that last of man's one, sins yeah that last one uh, i i take a little issue with and and to your point uh i i don't disagree with the religiousosity if you will of of the the, the maga forever crowd because, for for them and and for people that are, are like really just staunch Trump supporters, he is he is treated and put up on this pedestal like he is some kind of savior. He's not. I I I, I how many times have we said this in the past several weeks, if not months, over the last year? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is is responsible really for the last three years in terms of COVID. In, in in many of its respects uh whether it be the jab whether it be dr Burks Anthony fauci who? uh oh excuse me Deborah Burks uh, uh no uh, whom else uh Anthony fauci who fauci oh you, oh wait wait I'm sorry I'm sorry it is the um uh trademark Science trademark, the
1: truth, registered, truth trademark. registered
2: trademark. Our Lord, President, Savior, Doctor Anthony Fauci. I, okay. I I'm sorry, I, I got his name wrong. I, I apologize. I, I will slap you about the face later. Okay. I, I, if that is my penance for your so.
1: transgression
2: against okay. the science and the truth. I, 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 I appreciate you wanting to cleanse me of 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 those things. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so my point is this, the, the, and we've also talked about the church of me. Well, we could make that case for the MAGA forever crowd that this is all about me, 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 me. In terms of, and especially for Donald Trump, it, this is about his ego. This that speech at CPAC. I mean, that was that that played to his ego, to his to his strengths as well, but also to his ego, and. It it people went nuts for it, just like they're going to go nuts if he does get arrested and they're going to protest because he said, hey, go protest. So speaking of that, though, Pat, yeah, you know how funny it was? Did you
1: see the protest out in front of Trump Tower yesterday in New York City? I I heard about it. I didn't see it. There were literally five people there, three of which were wearing masks. So you know that this is a bunch of hooey because there ain't a single Donald Trump supporter going to protest in in New York City wearing a mask. That that just is not going to happen. Just no. <clears throat> ain't going to happen n- no no. So the the fakeness of that is hilarious to me. So <clears throat> I see your point, right? But I I bring this up And I bring this tweet up because this is a representation of exactly what these people believe. Mm -hmm. They believe in, you know, the the Cheeto Jesus saves, right? There's a reason that that meme and that phrase exists. They believe that he is their savior, that he believes that these people fervently believe that he is Christ-like. That's blasphemy on a whole different level the the insinuation that Donald Trump is being crucified like Christ and will rise again three days later yeah what no the way. hell are you talking about mm-hmm. if we don't step back and step away from this type of ferventry of this type of of cult-like behavior. We're doomed. Just like the other side is already doomed. Why? Because we see that the the isms, if you will, right? Wokeism, transgenderism, um, all of that sort of stuff, has yep. become a religion for them. But if you cannot see that your support of A single person running for an elected office in the United States of America has all consumed you? If you can't understand that that is a danger to you, I cannot help you. What do you want me to do about that?
2: It you're right. I mean, this is cult-like behavior and and this is, this is something that just, it, it drives me kind of crazy over it. I'm like, cause I haven't decided like, like here we are, we're, we're in, you know, still early 2023. I don't know who I'm voting for in 2024. I'm, I know I'm willing to hear some people out, which is what, how things used to go when, you know, you're just getting into primary season, which we haven't even gotten to yet. So, but everyone's like, Trump, 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 Trump. Look, I get it. The election was stolen, but that doesn't mean I'm going to worship the ground he walks on. And now, now, by the way, he allegedly withheld classified documents from his lawyers at Mar-a-Lago. And it, here, we've both said this, too. If indeed he did keep classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, he deserves what's coming to him. Absolutely, freaking literally deserves what's coming to him but but can we can we give just for for 2 seconds as a a society can can we give 2 seconds to the truth and actually let the truth have its day when it comes to whether it be Trump whether it be Biden whether it be any politician for that matter i mean what what is this mentality that we have to all of a sudden worship somebody on certain sides of the political spectrum just because they share a similar ideology to us. I I, I don't understand that. I'm like the only person that I, I've ever wanted to get on my knees for and, and truly worship is, is Jesus Christ to yeah. worship God. I don't understand that when it comes to, to politics, because we are talking about fallible, imperfect men. Yeah, it, I it's just... dumbfounding.
1: Yeah. I mean, in, in, all you have to type into Twitter is is Donald Trump Jesus, and you'll see the absolute insanity. This is not just picking a cherry... You know, this isn't just uh, that needle in the haystack. No, this is the haystack, folks. This is the reality for a lot of people out there. And it is scary as hell to me that anybody would believe in this type of ferventry over somebody running for the president of the United States of America. If ever there is the case to be made to make the presidential office matter less, it is this. In my view. Um, Now, that having been said, I hope that you recognize that your redemption, that your um, retribution, if you will, that your hope, that your way, that your light is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and if you are a non-believer in Jesus Christ, that the Lord your God is your all of the above, and if you are turning towards any human being to provide you with those things without first turning to Jesus or God or both because Jesus is seated at the right hand of God, you're doing it wrong, period, point blank. We have to make sure that the President of the United States matters next to nothing in our lives, that he is just there to sign bills, that he is just there to uh, deliver in written form the State of the Union address, and we go on our merry way. And and so tomorrow we're going to be running into two things on the deep dive Thursday. Number one is going to be the WHO, the world health organization and its attempt to internationalize pandemic responses. We're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about um, the already set up situation when it comes to currency in the United States of America and the need to, um, talk about what we already have in place before we even get to digital currencies, Pat, and the importance of us understanding where we are and what we need out of our leaders. You know, as, as we talk about Donald Trump running for president or Ron DeSantis or whatever or, or whomever, I should say, um, we need to know whether they have the ability to grasp what is actually going on. And can they lead for a nation that needs liberty, for a nation that needs forgiveness uh, going forward? Because I, I think you will be dumbfounded by what the rules of the road are when it comes to currency right now, let alone what could happen with a digital currency. So for all the fear and all the things that people have talked about with digital currency, um, whether you've been following what Ron DeSantis has been doing or or whatever, um, I think you would be shocked and surprised, Pat. And I think our audience would be shocked and surprised as we dive deep into the world of currency tomorrow in the WHO. But um, having talked about the religious ferventry of the, the, the MAGA Forever crowd, look, I can... I can understand that maybe you want to support Donald Trump because you believe he's the only thing that can really stand up to uh, the deep state or the swamp, or you have your your reasons for wanting to support him to run for president, right? I That's fine. Same as I can do that with Ron DeSantis, same as Vivek, same as Kristi Noem, same as Nikki Haley. I can understand all of it, but if you believe that to the detriment of listening uh, to the to the detriment of your own actual religion. If you are so deep into that situation, I can't help you unless you want to help yourself. That's the, it's the same thing with somebody who's in a cult, right, Pat? Right. A, like a religious cult. You you cannot help them until they figure it out for themselves. You can't. As much as you want to, as much it's the same thing with somebody who's an addict. You cannot help them as much as you want to until they want that help themselves. It doesn't matter if you pay for them to go to rehab. It doesn't matter if you pay for this inpatient or outpatient program or this this medication or that medication until they actually want to to make the change for themselves, that it's an internal process until they actually want that and to listen to the tools and to, to work the... The program that works best for them, until they actually want it, until it is something inside themselves that has changed, none of it's going to matter. Not a not an ounce of it. Um, same thing with somebody who is, you know, going through clinical depression. If they don't want the help, if they can't, if they don't want to get the help, if they don't want to, you know, look at the medication or look at the, um, you know, the the therapy and all that sort of stuff, can't help them it sucks it's painful it it's brutal to watch that deterioration but that's the reality of the situation um so I hope that you understand where where we exist there is the not just the Trump derangement syndrome one side has an absolute religious cult of the isms on the other side it is the cult of Donald Trump I we have to we have to get away from the cult. That that's it. And for me, that I think for me, that is the thing that is least attractive about the potential for support for a Donald Trump presidential run in 2024. For me, I want no part of that. And I would say the same thing about those who support Ron DeSantis, come what may. Right? I would say the same thing about the Nikki Haley supporters or the Vivek supporters or the Christy Nome supporters, right? I would say the same thing. If you believe that these are the people who have your best interests, no, they don't. None of them do. They might speak to policies that will help you, but they, especially in the case of Donald Trump, don't give two flying craps about you, let alone your redemption through Christ. Okay, so all of that having been said, Pat, it is a WTF Wednesday. I would love to spend some time on it. So before we uh, go down that road, I have an idea, Pat. Hear me out on this. Hmm. How about we play the B or not the B for some uh, brand spanking new uh, government-issued digital currency? What about Dominic Gizzo's money? Right, but he's paying us in that government central bank digital currency. So are you ready? Yeah, I guess. Even Are you that. ready? Though? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Hit me with the headline at least once or twice.
2: Today's headline. This family of eight exists because of a Bible verse sent to the wrong number. This family of eight exists because of a Bible verse sent to the wrong number. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, I didn't know this. But did you know that coffee brand coffee has a bourbon flavor? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, it, it's not It's not spiked with bourbon. It's just bourbon flavored. Yeah, it so, is fantabulous,
1: by the way. Um, I like it actually better than their salted caramel. Um, those are the two flavors that I've been able to try so far. Yeah, um, yeah I, I will drink this all day, every
2: day. I mean, I... I kind of wonder if that speaks to if uh, Andrew Coppins may have a bit of a drinking problem. No, it just is uh, really flavorful, like really, (laughs) really good.
1: (laughs) I know there's not actual. Well, there's I'm sure that they roast it with bourbon, right? To infuse the flavor of bourbon into it. But uh, But it's not. Yeah, it's not like I'm pouring uh, Jim Beam or Angel's Envy into here.
2: Well, it's not it's not an Irish coffee is what you're
1: saying. Well, furthermore, it wouldn't be an Irish coffee if it was a bourbon flavored coffee, because I guess bourbon can true. only yeah. exist in the United States of America. But I don't expect you to know that. <laughs> well, actually, I do know that. But, but thank you. Well, I mean, I don't assume that people who don't or can't drink or whatever would know the difference between Irish whiskey and bourbon
2: remember i wasn't always lds so i Uh, i actually even though i didn't drink even before that uh i know quite a bit about alcohol so fair enough believe it or not so fair enough there batman any in any case um the bourbon flavor sounds very interesting if you're into that kind of thing if you want the uh little bit of a spike in your your coffee in the morning without the actual spike uh you might, might want to check that out. So they've got that. They've got the salted caramel. They've got all those sorts of great flavors over there, too. If you're not a coffee drinker like me, they've got alternatives like tea and hot chocolate. Though I will say we're getting into the time of year where hot chocolate just isn't necessarily as popular. But all you need to do if you want to check it out is go to CoffeeBrandCoffee.com. They are here in Farmington, Utah, by the way. Uh, they don't care about your politics. They just want your business. Um, and uh, you can they, they send everything freshly roasted right to your door. Everything is freshly packaged, right, and it's shipped right to your door. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use the promo code critical thinking at checkout, and you'll get five percent off your purchase. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com. Promo code critical thinking at checkout, get five percent off your purchase today. Okay. This family of eight exists because of a Bible verse sent to the wrong number. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer.
1: This is a WTF Wednesday, so I feel like this might be a setup. I gotta go with not the B. Are you sure? No, I am not sure, but I, this has to. Again, this is WTF Wednesday, so I'm thinking this is reality.
2: I'm. I'm that's my is, final answer. Is your final answer? You had good instincts. This is not the B. That's $100 of central banking digital currency coming our way, Pat. From Dominic. You need to specify. It's from Dominic Izzo. Sure. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let's put it Alrighty. this way. It's about as legitimate as the money that Dominic Izzo would, give, would have given us.
2: Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 14 years ago, Brenda Rivera sent a text to what she thought was the number of a new friend. The message was Philippians uh, chapter 2, verse 3. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. A few minutes later, the number replied, Amen to that. Who is this? Brenda explained who she was, but the man on the other end of the conversation, Isaiah Stearns, let her know that she had the wrong number but then he kept the conversation going and asked to call her. Uh, Obviously, I didn't answer. I was a little creeped out, but I was also sort of hoping he'd leave a voicemail so I could hear what he sounded like. Mm -hmm. I guess she liked what she heard because she decided to call him back. Isaiah lived in Ohio, where Brendan was from, but at the time, she lived in Georgia. The two began talking on the phone and added each other on on Facebook, but because of the distance, weren't able to meet up right away. So Isaiah went to lunch with Brenda's mom before ever meeting Brenda. After their lunch, Brenda called her mom to get the scoop, to which her mom replied, you're going to marry this guy. Mothers usually have a pretty good intuition, and Brenda's mother is obviously no exception. Isaiah and Brenda will will be uh, celebrating their 13th wedding anniversary this year, and they have six beautiful children. Brenda posted a video story to her Instagram, and the Internet is obsessed. It's pretty freaking cool. Not going to lie. Um, a little weird how it ended up being, but, hey, it worked out, and I just thought it was a pretty cool story. And the, the headline was also funny. I thought that would throw you.
1: Yes. Also, reminded me of uh, Tupac's famous uh, Brenda's Got a Baby song. (laughs) Because Brenda had eight babies. Uh, But for very different reasons. Uh, But it is now time for us to finally get down to brass tacks. It is time for WTF Wednesday. Ah, I don't know about you, but that music and, and... The fact that we are in WTF Wednesday just brings a smile to my face.
2: I mean, it it is it is one of my favorite times of the week.
1: So quick question for you. Do you want to talk racism? Do you want to talk Joe Biden? Where where do you want to go first? I I was going to go racism first. Oh, okay. Um, How about we. um, um, Present to you. In the general public. 28 everyday things that have now been labeled racist, Pat. How about we do that? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. Now, um, this comes from not the bee, but also comes from a guy named Greg, who is apparently a gay combat veteran. I- I'm just going to let you know. Um.
2: <clears throat> okay. Do you want me to read it or do you want to read it? Well, um, I can, I I think I can manage here. He Basically, on his Twitter thread, he's got. um, All the things people have told us are racist. Yeah. Starting with picnics. In the word, is the word picnic racist? How to deal with questions about language right now. Uh, then um, do you look a good PB and J? Who doesn't? Well apparently peanut butter and jelly is now racist. Get bent. Uh, <laughs> Girl guides uh, or excuse me uh, brownies did you know brownies are also racist? Where did you get brownies being racist? Well, you see, Girl Guides of Canada renamed Brownies to be more inclusive. I don't know. Brownies are a fairly popular thing in this household.
1: What's next? You're going to tell me that um, bicycling is racist? No, uh,
2: dairy, actually. Isn't like dairy products? What? So uh civil rights group says a school lunch programs. Dairy emphasis emphasis is racist. Uh, okay. Apparently it's dietary racism. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, th- then actually to your point, you mentioned this already. Uh, bicycling is racist. Oh, okay. Let uh, me guess.
1: Um, I'm gonna guess the thing that uh, most uh, people who are black will tell you they don't do or can't do
2: swim. Uh, that's yeah. Racism. That was actually next on the list. Swimming is next. Yeah. Son of a. How, how is the One
1: inability eight. for people to put themselves in? Look, I can't swim. Is that racism? Uh, I, 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 I can barely, barely I, swim. I, barely. Yeah. Like if I was in the ocean, I'd be effed without a life jacket
2: yeah um running by the way is apparently racist how do they figure that with all the sports and everything that we have that involve running
1: the fastest man and the fastest woman on the planet are both (coughs) black black yeah um also um who who are the People who are the best at marathons, like long-distance running, Ethiopians, Kenyans, and they largely are
2: black. Black, yeah. By the way, um, did you know? Form. Did you know that uh, what what you have in your uh, cup this morning is also racist? Do you know how many black
1: people I know that love coffee more than I do? Almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't really love coffee. I just, it's, it's something that helps me in the morning and actually drinking a cup of coffee. One cup of coffee is good for you every day. Um, <laughs> more importantly, um, uh, let me take you to Bronzeville here in Chicago. Let me, let me take you down there. Um, and you'll see some of the best coffee shops in the city,
2: and and the clientele is all black.
0: Hmm.
2: Huh? Weird. What about cleanliness? Do you know that's racist? What? what? So apparently, a Loyola professor declares white women's pantries Look, racist. Loyola of what?
1: Is it Chicago? Is it New Orleans?
2: Uh, uh, it it do, it does not say but claims that uh pantry cleanliness is uh racism upholds racism
1: i I bet you I know what's next I bet you I know what's next good old Billy Shakespeare
2: well yes actually yes Shakespeare is next um <clears throat> uh-huh uh because his uh, plays are about race apparently. Mind you what? one of his mind you one of his most famous plays has to do with a black man and a white woman. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. They're all about race. Isn't Romeo
2: and Juliet about class? Yes. What about Hamlet? I mean that—that's more about like a royal class and royalty and betrayal. Um, Othello.
1: <laughs> Could we can we, can we keep going down? The what the hell? Yeah, yeah. Everything is racist. Everything is racist today.
2: Um, apparently, philosophy uh, has a systemic racism as well um the Welsh language is uh racist and excludes minorities
1: well wait wait
2: wait, wait 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 i have an idea
1: um remember the marathoners yeah what are they doing they are exercising I, so i'm gonna exercising. guess
2: exercise isn't it yeah 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 Shit.
1: and what's next golf that, that's got to be it, right? Because
2: because Tiger Woods is not the best golfer of all freaking time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hunting, hunting is uh, is is racist. Uh, um, we also memo,
1: have- memo, memo. Yeah. <laughs> um, to the bullshit artists that believe this. <sighs> Do they not hunt and gather? In Africa,
2: yes, they do. Um, energy systems are also racist. Um, fishing is racist. Ooh, so to your ooh, point, ooh
1: ooh 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 ooh.
2: Yeah, I have an idea.
1: Yeah, there's a brand new technology ish it's not really new but it's new to the general public Uh uh-huh i'm gonna guess that artificial intelligence which literally takes race out of the equation is gonna
2: be racist yes 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 Uh Mm uh-huh um so yeah ai can be racist and sexist by the way um and also creepy
1: Oh and then there's an outdoors activity that we forgot about. Camping. That's got to be racist too, right?
2: Yeah, even even STDs are apparently racist.
1: Oh, you mean monkeypox? Because we're talking we, about yeah. the animal.
0: Mhm. Uh, ballet
1: too, except for one of the um best ballet artists that I know is black.
2: Um 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 Fighting obesity, apparently, is also racist. Uh, America's national parks are also racist. Ethnic food. Got to be racist. Um, The ballet is racist. Kids. How about kids? Y- yes. Yes. Kids. Kids are on the list.
1: You know what else, Pat? The... the- if if you were to come on that field trip with me to Bronzeville in Chicago, one of the coolest neighborhoods in terms of its um, culture, right? It is a very distinct culture in that neighborhood. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess the road that I travel on is also racist because it takes me from yes a highways are racist predominantly white neighborhood to a predominantly black neighborhood. Yeah. Hmm. Um.
2: Don't you have a number one hit jingle?
1: Everything is racist. For, for, for stories like this, everything is racist today. I, I just. <laughs> WTF, uh, mate? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, WTF, but Pat, um, I've got proof that racism is not just a white thing. Now, farewell. Oh, how so? fair warning there's some horrific language about to be uh on your screen so if you've got children or your eyes and ears do not want to hear or see this i'm going to give you the count of three one two three, oh. three. The motherfucking- take them back to europe with y'all yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, yeah. So you're- gorilla looking shut up your ugly body nasty ass mutating, permutating, corrugating, medial, skin, skin, can shut up your body don't even last long enough. I'm gonna look younger than him by the time he's my age. I don't care about those ugly ass kids in your race. Shut up. Fucking plastic ass body. Little debilitated, innervated, emasculated,
0: people incapacitated, indisposed, emaciated, attenuated, tenuous body. I don't care about you. Shut up you white monkey. You're nothing over here. You are a Shut up. I'm black American. I'm over you.
2: What what, what did I just watch?
1: Racism. Mm. Like actual racism. Like for real racism right there. Not the uh, racism that we were just
2: talking about. Mind you, did you notice that there was a small child sitting in between that couple right there? That's literally who that guy was talking to what the hell yeah
1: yeah 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 yep now i would also suggest this person has a uh, mental disorder probably probably has to um i would suggest that but also i would suggest do you see the the um emasculated nature of uh manhood because i do because uh that, if yeah. that individual is talking to my child like that, and I don't give a bleep what your race is, if you are attacking my child, if you are threatening my child, yeah, you're going to have to pull me off of you, all right? That, that's going to be the reality. You're going to get a punch right in the freaking mouth.
2: Uh, I'm, I was going to say, I'm going to break your face.
1: Yep, yep. And it has nothing to do with you now. It has nothing to do with you being any sort of color, whatever. It has everything to do with the words that are coming out your mouth. Just sit there and take it. That that speaks to manhood, period, point blank. But Pat, just in case you are curious as to um where the the allyship of the anti racist white folk, right? That that populated all of our streets for the summer of 2020 because they had to show exactly how big of an ally they were. Uh I present to you this.
0: So their system is not stopping. And then finally, I want to say that we need one idea. And we're not thinking about a solution to the problem. We're dealing with all these other things, but these are diversions from the solution to the problem. And we have to start to think about a solution to the problem so that these young brothers and sisters who are here now, who are 15, 16 and 17 are not here 25 years later talking about these same problems. Now, how do I know that the white people know that we are going to come up with a solution to the problem? I know it because they have retina scans. They have what they call racial profiling, DNA banks and they're monitoring our people to try to prevent the one person from coming up with the one idea. And the one idea is how we are going to exterminate white people, because that, in my estimation, is the only conclusion I have come to. We have to exterminate white people off of the face of the planet to solve this problem. Now, I don't care whether you...
2: Come at me, bro.
1: <laughs> uh, this is a radical individual. Yep, you are correct. Yeah,
2: you're
1: right. Yeah. Question for you: Do you think he means that? Uh, every yes, bit of it. yes, he does. Mm-hmm. He fervently believes it. Um. We need to call this kind of racism and this kind of bullshit out, whether it comes from the neo-Nazi crowd or the, um, the black supremacist crowd or whatever labels you want to put, whether it's coming from the alt-right, whether it's coming from Nick Fuentes, or it's coming from this moron. It's all bad. It's all terrible. It's all horrible. And it needs to see the light of day. In terms of recognizing that this exists and then making sure that this is marginalized as much as humanly possible, that this is not a thing that begins to gain popularity and strength, but that it um, it's embers flicker. They do not flame. This is disgusting on any level, but it exists in a growing minority of the African-American community, just as there is a unfortunate, somewhat growing white supremacist ideology in this country. And we need to call both parts of it out because it does nobody any good, and it's wrong, it's evil, it's anti-Christian. But it exists, and you need to know it. You need to know the truth. What have I talked about all week, Pat? The American people can handle the truth if you just give it to them. And they can not even compartmentalize, but they can walk and chew gum at the same time. They can deal with multiple issues at the same time. Meanwhile, as we talk about uh, the anti-racist, you know, movement, right? Meanwhile, in Washington, D.C., Pat, this, this is leadership.
0: Richard Blanco uh, returned to a poem he wrote from the second inaugural of Barack and May. A poem, one today, it says... And always one moon like a silent drum tapping at every rooftop and every window on every of every county, country. Let me start this over again. I'm getting so intimidated by being here. (laughs) And always one moon like a silent drum tapping on every rooftop and every window of one country, county, county, all of us facing the stars. Hope, a new constellation, waiting for us to map it, waiting for us to name it together.
2: Does he need glasses? No. Because like he couldn't see it. He... But he also doesn't know
1: what he's saying. Sorry, right. because he's probably never actually heard those words before, other than in, in that second inaugural address. And was he even paying attention? Mm-hmm. This is the BS artist that is the president of the United States. Mm. And that's not to suggest that Donald Trump wasn't a BS artist. It's not to suggest that uh, there isn't BS that, that in political posturing that comes out of every presidential office of all time. I'm not suggesting that. But I am suggesting this is the core. This is the innards of whom Joe Biden is. He's been a BS artist his entire life. He's lied about his education. He's lied about his upbringing. He lies about his family. He uses the stories of his family as a cudgel, and they're not even true. And then he lies about how his son dies. He forgets or or conveniently uses. Right. um, How Bo died. We're supposed to believe that he died in service to this country. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, do. Great, he served our country. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Applaud you for that. But his his death had nothing to do with his service. It had everything to do with cancer. Cancer sucks. That's a that's a story you could tell in and of itself. But his core is to just lie. His core is his inability to be able to function on a basic level. He can't even read from a teleprompter. That's probably 300 font. He cannot put a single sentence together without. Uh, he can't. He cannot put I me. Mean, he cannot put a cogent thought together. Even with a teleprompter in front of him.
2: I mean, I know I don't read while live on air, but. uh yeah, I could do better than that.
1: Absolutely. Mm. But more importantly, you are not suggesting that you are the cat's meow. Oh no,
2: no. No. Ne- I've never suggested that either. So this this is just what the
1: All right. Any other WTF pat?
2: Oh, I've got I've got a I've got a I've got a gem here for you oh, that, that no. happens to come out of the state of Utah. Now what? Americans should be eating bugs. Utah middle school teacher slammed for indoctrinating students by setting an essay about how cows are killing the earth after giving them insects to eat for extra credit. <laughs> you will eat the bugs. Yeah. yeah. Schwab approved. Yeah. You will eat and- the bugs. And then on, on, a, on a final note, um, Gleta Thunberg is awarded an honorary doctorate in theology from uh, Helsinki University. Helsinki? Or Helsinki University. Yeah, excuse me. Keyword is hell? Yeah.
1: Well, what? <sighs> Remember when we talked about false religions before? Remember yeah when we talked about yeah. religiosity before
2: yeah i i, I do uh, yeah mm-hmm.
1: this is the only way in which greta thunberg gets a doctorate honorary albeit in theology how how her only theology her only religion is climate change and i find it ironic because you are correct the climate is changing It has always been changing since the world's been turning, since the world was burning. It it literally has always been changing. It is how we had the Ice Age, the dinosaurs. It's how mountains and glaciers and, you know, and fjords and everything else was created scientifically, right? That the Lord, that God allowed to be created— Uh, just what are we doing and with that Pat your final thoughts
2: don't get lost remember who you are no means no and apparently you will eat some bugs please be smart be safe be kind make sure
1: you eat all of your actual meals today and as always Matthew 547